Guys, what's going on, man? Welcome back to another wonderful episode of Arsenio's ESL Podcast. And today, it might be a little bit loud, man. There are kids in the nearby rooms. Oh my goodness, I want to kick some ass. But you know what? I'm just going to calm down. Everything's going to be all right. We're going to talk about a little bit of study skills today. Effective note-taking. Guys, before getting into this, I'm going to ask you some questions. How do you usually make notes on audio programs you listen to? Videos that you listen to, videos on YouTube, videos on Netflix, whatever it may be. Maybe it's even in the classroom, right? How do you take notes in the classroom? And so I'm going to give you two examples from my life. Of course, how I literally take notes uh, doing my podcast, my personal development podcast. And how do I take notes or how I took notes back in university? So when I would prepare for exams... I would review the book and, you know, of course, you know, studying academics, that's all you do. You just memorize a bunch of useless ass information that you're ultimately going to forget or information that's needed for, hey, okay, you got to do, you're a cardiothoracic surgeon. Okay, you have to do some surgeries. By all means, we need you guys. Thank you very much for your, uh, for your assistance. However, you know, learning about Music Appreciation 101 is a bunch of BS, right? So, but back in dental assistant, I really needed to learn uh, probably about 10% of what she actually taught me. And so while I'm actually studying these things, I'm like, uh, hey, it's not too bad, but I need to come up with a better system of memorizing this information. So what I would do is use Roman numerals. So whatever main topics there were, and she would give us the slides too. I would always put them down and then I would put some short definitions and even some micro notes that relate to that. Some useful information. So you guys have heard me talk a lot about my pronunciation podcast and all of that stuff. And you guys probably know now that the little micro, the little details, like the, the, the content words, right? The focus words, that's in terms of pronunciation, but That's also in terms of academics, too. So let me give you an example of a function word. If something like uh, chlorophyll is mentioned within that ridiculous biology text, okay, I'd write that down, and then I'd write only the definition of that. So it wouldn't be like a small subheading ABC, lowercase. It would be more of a one, two, three, four. So that's in terms of academics, right? Now... And, and again, I would fill that all out. And you know what, man? I would just get A after A after A after A because basically I would just take notes of all the main facts that the teacher talks about by focusing on the main topics and the main function words and then throwing down some of the focus words that create my definitions. So that's one way that you could do this, okay? Another way that you can actually take effective notes is the way I do it on my personal development podcast. So guys... Back in 2016, I bought this big book that was almost like, ooh, 600 pages, Napoleon Hill's Law of Success. And when I bought it, there was a lot of blah, blah, blah. There was a lot of micro stories that were very, very intriguing also. Love them. But I was trying to figure out the main points. So he would go so far to, you know, have a signature within the book, whereas you have to recite something out loud every day in a bye-bye this, uh, this, this order that was in the text. So, of course, that, some definitions and some other, let's say, paragraphs that start off with particular things. So, let's say, if I'm reading the principle on defining a definite chief aim in life, 
and I come across a paragraph, a definite chief aim is the, you see what I mean, is, that's the verb to be, okay, the rest of that I'm probably going to be interested. Now, if there are just micro stories and a couple of other things, I might not be too interested. What was the book I just finished reading? Ah, Stephen Covey. Now, Stephen Covey, he would talk about different behaviors, right? So you have the main behavior, the opposite, and then the counterfeit. So those are things that I would jot down on my blog to help guide me throughout the talk. See, the best part of this advanced note-taking skill, which I consider to be an advanced note-taking skill, is what I read, I write down. What I write down, I speak about. It's kind of like with audio, right? This could be read or audio. So if I'm listening to a Pat Flynn podcast, which is, um, what is it? A passive income podcast. You know how to make passive income. He has a lot of amazing use, amazingly useful steps, tools, and stuff within his podcast. And so when I'm listening to it, and as, a, as I was listening to it when I flew from Malaysia back to Thailand on Thai Airways, never fly them. While I was flying back, I was listening to him and I was taking notes on my notepad. So there were so many key things. She was like, another thing you need to do is, remember, I've talked about this and I will talk about this in, uh, in, in, in oh my God, in depth with this advanced, uh, what is it, season five, the advanced level coming up because we need to understand how to use and utilize advanced note-taking skills, okay? So that's what I do. When it comes to audio and reading, to sum this all up, what I would do is listen to it. I would write the subheading. I would probably write it down also on my blog, and then I'll speak about it, and then I'll tell a story about it. I'm probably going to memorize that nine times out of ten versus just reading and forgetting about it, which you memorize maybe two out of ten times. So again, I've actually got some of these techniques by just building them up. It could be a little bit of Jack Canfield, personal development coach, a very, very long, long-standing personal development coach, and a few other people that have helped guided me throughout this. So again, videos that are very actionable, videos that really help me a lot. Uh, another book is uh, Darren Hardy's uh, Compound Effect is another book that has a lot of actionable steps and great things. And I mean, just amazing examples that I like to speak about. So to sum that up, going into what I'm doing right now on my personal development podcast, I'm talking about Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki. He talks about how to make money work for you. So what I do, I read the book. Luckily, I got the PDF. I downloaded it for free online. And I take little quotes and little paragraphs that relate to my life. So I give it a little fire. I'm like, well, Robert Kiyosaki said exactly this. And then I give an example. And then I go into it deeper. And then I say another quote that Robert Kiyosaki has said and then relate to it and how it relates to your life and helps to identify different problem areas in terms of your finances. Again, this is another thing I do. If you actually go on my blog, thearseniobuckshow.com, you probably or would have or will see exactly how I take those notes. So let's let's put let, let's say a four sentence paragraph and then I write a nice little micro excerpt from my own personal life to help me guide to help guide myself when I'm actually doing my personal development podcast rather than just going on a 
blah, blah, blah rant without any substance. So, guys, with that being said, again, if you're into more of the academics and whatnot, I have actually written up a blog. I don't want to recite it out loud. You guys can actually just, um, what is it, check out the blog on thearseniobuckshow.com, and you can check out some things like, you know, reading before the lessons, start by reviewing notes, uh, look at the, you know, the major ideas, the specific facts like I've already told you about, starting a new page, writing a date, you know, and then of course during the lesson, there are really, really cool things. Like it's all about developing your own system, like of abbreviations, right? There are a lot of mathematical symbols that people use. Uh, and so when you actually reread your notes, you'll understand what you had written uh, to begin with. Um, and also if you're in a lecture, it's all about listening for clues from the teacher and how to organize those into notes, such as what I have already told you about um, in terms of picking up the function words. Like you use your pronunciation skill that I've taught you. Listen to what they're saying and then write down some of the micros that they talk about. Again, when it comes to the stories and different things that they use as examples, you don't necessarily need that. You need more of the definitions and the substance behind what he or she is talking about. This is really good for presentations, personal development seminars, other things that you have probably read or listened to online. So guys, you guys could check that out. Again, I'm gonna be putting an additional task on my Patreon, so you make sure you stay tuned for that. Make sure you're tuning in to my Patreon. And again, ah, so excited as always. There are only two episodes left. Um, one is of course with grammar, whoever, wherever, whatever, and then the last one will be a pronunciation podcast to top off this season. Um, depending on when you guys are listening to this, honestly, because I'm not sure if I'm, uh, I'm going to be posting some of the interviews that I'm doing with my Vietnamese students very soon. Nonetheless, guys, you just stay tuned for everything else, and again, thank you for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast. I'm your crazy-ass host, as usual, over and out.